I'm ready. Let's do it. Welcome, one and all, to episode 297 of the Mars Attacks podcast. Today, we have an audio replay of the August 23rd, 2022 edition of Trivia Tuesday. This past uh, Tuesday, we did an episode that totally focuses on questions based on 1983, basically. Since we're going to have the 1983 special with my patrons, in a few days, actually tomorrow from the day that I'm recording this, I wanted to make the question specific to that. It kind of makes it easier <laughs> to pull everything together. Not always, because sometimes you're grasping at straws to try to get, just to get good questions going. And uh, there's, there are plenty of Easter eggs in this. There are nods to other podcasters. Spoke to uh, one of them the other day, and they got a, a good laugh out of the questions or, or the, the wrong answers <laughs> to some of these questions. But uh, yeah, I mentioned that my patrons are going to be part of the 1983 episode. I wanted to give them all a shout out real quickly here. Anthony Mackey up there in Ireland, my brother Art. Mr. Yarg Metal, Dr. Poison, Brad Dahl from the Chris and Amanda show, Chris Vaglio, Ed the Shred Ferguson, the Metal Dentist, Gabriel, Gene Eugene DX, Mr. Patron's Pick, Jeremy Weltman, Johan, the Metal Politician, who will be uh, politicking all the way up until September 11th, maybe more, we'll see. Jose in Connecticut, Metal Dan. Our Mike Jones, Twisted Steve Hoker, the Hokinator, and finally, Steven Saylor. So thanks to all of you guys for supporting the show. Thanks for supporting me via Patreon. And thanks to anyone who likes and shares these episodes. Again, I always say this. There's a million other shows you could listen to, share, like, so on and so forth. But I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart that you take the time out to do it with my shows. So anyway, we're going to jump on into the Twitch episode. Hope you guys enjoy it. And maybe you'll join us one of these Tuesdays exclusively on Twitch. All right, question one. This is the first Def Leppard album to feature Phil Collin. Is it Adrenalize, Shooting Star Halos, Hysteria, or Pyromania? Which one of these albums was the first to feature um, Phil Collin on guitar? Why'd that just take up my entire screen? I don't want you to take up the entire screen. I want to see my chat messages. Man. 
So let's see. Two people answered. Two people got it right. So it comes down to who answered it more quickly, more better. All right. Let's see the scores. Contestant two. We've skipped contestant one altogether today. Contestant two. 14,400, yeah, 14,045 points. I'm tired. I went for a nice hour and a half walk today. First time in a long time with the family here. They can't go on long walks. So if it were up to my old man, it'd be 10 minutes. My mother can do an hour, but uh, I like to do 90 minutes and up. Anyway, so contestant... Two is Jeremy. So, Jeremy, 14,045 points. And Steve with 9,191. Temperature is hot. Uh, at night, it is 71 degrees. So, this is what? Um, like 20 degrees at night, 20 some odd degrees at night. So, anyway. Question two. And it's very hot and humid and muggy. Who made their debut on Iron Maiden's Peace of Mind? Was it Yannick Ayers, Blaze Bailey, Bruce Dickinson, or Nico McBrain? Which one of them, uh-huh, Iron Maiden t-shirt, made their debut on the 1983 album Peace of Mind? I could have had the uh, quote from Message for, uh, message for or Mission for our, um, Ari. Mission from Are because it's Nico McBrine bitching to Bruce about being disturbed during his drum solo. He was none too pleased about it. He was he was calling Bruce a tosser. Anyway, all right. That's uh <laughs> my <laughs> Oh shit. There, there is my, uh, there's my bloody, there's my bloody, um, accent for the night. Had my, um, nephews here. They just went back to the States. My oldest kept saying, hello, governor. Can I have some water, please? Water. Anyway. All right. So two people got this right. Let's see. So Steve. Edges out Jeremy, Steve with 15,574 points on that one. Edging out uh, Jeremy, 14,391. Guys, I brain fart all the time because I go to translate. Starman and Jane, contestant two to Steve and Jeremy, and I'm caught up in thought sometimes, so I apologize. Anyway, Jeremy's still holding on to the lead, 28,436 to Steve's. 24,765. Question three. I played bass on the track Metal Health. Was it Joshua Toomey? Was it Rudy Sarzo? Was it Chuck Wright? Or Blues Saracino? Which one of these just so happened to play bass on the Quiet Riot classic Metal Health? All 
right, waiting on the players here. Two people answered and two people got it wrong. The trick question. For that, we bring out the Joker. (laughs) The correct answer is Chuck Wright, who was in and out of the band over the years, and he played on the title track Metal Health and played on Don't Want to Let You Go. Rudy did the rest. So, minus 15,861 for Steve, minus 18,156 for Jeremy. That brings the totals down to Jeremy in first place with 10,280, Steve with 8,904. All right, moving on. Question four. This is the only Thin Lizzy studio album to feature John Sykes. Is it Nightlife? Is it Thunder and Lightning? Is it Renegade? Or is it Life? Which one of these, which one of these studio albums, full studio albums, because one of these is the greatest hits, was the one that featured John Sykes beginning to end on guitar? So we're waiting for the contestants to answer. And again, these are all 1983-based questions. All right, two people answered. Two people got the answer correct, which is Thunder and Lightning. Was the band's last studio album, studio album number 12. It was the only one to feature John Sykes. Interestingly enough, most of the album was written, except for the song Cold Sweat. You can notice a considerable difference with Cold Sweat, which John Sykes helped write. So, All right. So, Jeremy, 19,003 points for that question. Steve with 16,159. Brings Jeremy up to 29,283. And Steve to 25,063. Let's move along. Question five, Vincent Cusano changed his name to what for the album Lick It Up? Is it Vinny Apice, Vincent Fernier, John Astronomy, or Vinny Vincent? Which one of these is the name that Vinny Vincent changed his name to during the recording of the Lick It Up album? So let's see what everyone has said. Both contestants answering this correctly. Again, speed is the key here. Let's see who answered the quickest. Obviously, once again, the answer is Vinnie Vincent. Jeremy with 17,262 points. Steve almost there. Roughly 900 points behind, 16,162. Vinny Vincent said like Mark. I I, I don't know if I know how to say that. I know he says, um, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. (laughs) Uh, Anyway... 
Uh, Jeremy still ahead. 46,545 to Steve's 41,225. Okay. Question six. Brian Robertson was best known for playing with what band before joining Motorhead? Was it Marillion? Was it Mama's Boys? Was it Thin Lizzy? Or was it Fastway? Which one of these bands was Robo best known for playing in before joining Motorhead? He played on just one Motorhead album, Another Perfect Day, best known for the track Dancing on Your Grave. And really cool album, really different. Still Motorhead, though. All right. Correct answer is Thin Lizzy. One person got it right. One person got it wrong. One person answered fast away. One person answered Thin Lizzy, which is the correct one. Let's see who did what. Fastway did feature Fast Eddie Clark, formerly of Motorhead. All right, so Jeremy, 17,886 points added to his total. Steve loses 17,955. So right now, Jeremy Weltman pulling ahead 64,431 points to Steve's 23,270. And Steve says, damn it, Jeremy, we're supposed to have the same answers. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, question seven. The Lady Wore Black was released on this EP. Was it The Lady Wore Black? Queen of the Reich, The Law of the Jungle, or Queensryche? What was the name of the EP which featured the track The Lady Wore Black? One of the band's early calling cards. So, let's see. Let's see who gets it. Band was originally called The Mob, but because there was another band called The Mob, it changes to Queen Drake. One person answered. One person got it wrong. The correct answer is Queen Drake. Kind of a trick question here because there was an EP called Queen Drake, and then when Todd Latore joined the band, there was also a full length album called Queen Drake. The wrong answer was Queen of the Reich, and that was Jeremy. Steve wasn't sure, so Jeremy loses 13,205 points, still in the lead with 51,226 to Steve's 23,270. Question eight. Crocus singer Mark Storacci was in the running to front what band? Is it... ACDC, Primrose Way, The Disposables, or 12-Volt Negative Earth. Which one of these bands was the band that Mark Storacci was in the running to front? Let's see. um, Who can get this one? Shouldn't be terribly, terribly different. Difficult. One person answered. One person got it right. 
Just so that you guys know, the correct answer is ACDC. Primrose Way was the name of a band that Chris Sinzak from Despot Geek was in. The Disposables was a band that I was in. And 12 Volt Negative Earth is a band that Josh Toomey from the Talk To Me podcast was in. So that is the uh, Easter eggs for this. All right. Let's see the scores. So only Jeremy answered. 17,536 tacked on. Steve, where'd you go? Jeremy's 68,762 to Steve's 23,270. Question nine. Mama's Boys and Quiet Riot both covered this song. Is it Come On, Feel the Noise? New York Groove. Mama, we're all crazy now. Now or Concubine? Which one of these was covered by both the Irish band Mama's Boys and the American band Quiet Riot. All right. One person answered, and they answered incorrectly. They answered, come on, feel the noise. The correct answer is, Mama, we're all crazy now. Both songs actually done by Slate originally. That is Jeremy, minus 14,902 points, bringing his total down to 53,860. Steve, still with 23,270. Let's see. Can Steve still catch up? Who knows? He has on the last question before. Question 10, though. The Born Again Tour featured the debut of who in Black Sabbath? Is it Eric Singer? Is it Bev Bevan? Is it Tony Martin or Cozy Powell? Which one of them was featured for the first time with Black Sabbath? Jeremy is saying Putin cut Steve's line. Could very well be. So let's see. Uh, Jeremy says he got his wrong. Let's see. The correct answer is Bev Bevan, who's known for the move. ELO as well. Someone answered Bev Bevan. Someone answered Tony Martin. So one person got it right. One person got it wrong. Let us see. Um, All right. Oh, wow. There's a contestant five that jumped in out of the blue. We don't know who that is, but. Um, we have contestant two, which is Jeremy, 38,955. Steve with 23,270. And this new contestant five, whoever you are, 15,516. I'm trying to do the math here. 
<laughs> if contestant five by any chance was Steve, let me just add up these points. Whoa, whoa, whoa. what happened here? All right, 23,270 plus 15,516. Wow. If we combine Steve's and Contestant 5's points, Jeremy would win 38,955 to 38,786. So very close. Jeremy says, come on. Christopher Lambert, where are you? There can be only one. There you go. So, overall, um, Jeremy does pull out the... Victory! The victory there. Thank you, everyone who is watching live, who played tonight, Steve and Jeremy, to anyone who listens to the podcast version of this. Join us Tuesdays on Twitch. It is 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. in the UK, and midnight for those in Central Europe, Central European time zone. That is it, folks. We will be seeing you next time right here on Trivia Tuesday and Friday, 1983 special on the Signals from Mars live stream live stream join us won't you see you thank you for listening to the mars attacks podcast this concludes our show 